0: Can't help it, I like a Celtic. I can't help it nah, I can't help it nah, I can't help it, I like a Celtic. I can't help it, I like a Celtic. Alright, Celtics so fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPlacido, and you know what that means. Boston Celtics basketball is back. Season two of the podcast. Super excited to get going here. Today's podcast is going to run slightly different than your normal format for this podcast. But I want to talk about the, really, the way the Celtics played today. This is preseason basketball. A lot of people look at stats. A lot of people look at the final score. And as exciting as a 98-97 win with a come-from-behind three-pointer from Romeo Langford is... A win in preseason doesn't really mean much. What you can expect in preseason is really just kind of a lot of turnovers, typically lower shooting percentages, because of just a lack of chemistry throughout the entire team, right? So you're not really looking at stats. You're not really looking at the score. What you are looking at is the way the team plays. And I think tonight... We saw a lot of things that we harped on as, you know, kind of negative issues last season. We talked about pace of play a lot last year. We talked about really just, you know, defensive effort, which is something that we haven't had to talk about recently. Last year was the anomaly. It was something that the Celtics just got away from. And tonight, pace of play, defensive effort were there. And a lot of it. A lot of it stemmed from some of our new guys. You know, obviously Marcus Smart within the first five minutes already dove on the floor, already forced a turnover and made a couple big plays. Jalen Brown was an absolute stud tonight. 25 points, four rebounds, three assists, eight of 16 from the field. Had 16 in the first quarter. Mind you, didn't play at all in the fourth. None of the starters really did. Uh, But you saw a lot of the new guys really step up. And I want to start with Dennis Schroeder. This is probably the biggest acquisition for the Celtics as far as value to, uh, yeah, I mean, as far as value goes, right? He is the guy that we got for 5 million bucks, basically, 5 to 6 million bucks. And performance-wise, did absolutely everything he needed. There have been a lot of question marks surrounding, really, Marcus Smart as the starting point guard. And some of it's warranted, some of it's not. I do think that Marcus Smart will be a great starting point guard for the Celtics team. I really do. And you're going to hear me say that a lot during this season. Dennis Schroeder tonight looked like the best facilitator on this team. The ball was flying out of his hands. He was driving and dishing the entire game. Had a solid, solid stretch. Again, don't want to focus on stats today, but I want to talk about style of play. Stylistically, Dennis Schroeder had a massive impact on today's game. A massive impact. The guy was flying all over the place defensively, caused a couple of turnovers, caused a couple of just like bad shots, and looked good. The other guy too, and I'll talk to I'll talk about Josh Richardson here. I'll say this: Josh Richardson offensively did not look good tonight. Missed a lot of open shots, tried to take a lot of fadeaways, and honestly, even open step-in shots, and just could not sink them. But defensively, this is another guy that is just gritty. That is gritty, you know. And one thing that we saw last season a lot was. Kind of a a lack of toughness, and both of those guys tonight, both of those new guys, I will say, really looked good. Yeah, I saw there was one play where Josh Richardson fouled Michael Carter, um, and Dennis Schroeder got right up in Michael Carter Williams's face because he started talking trash to Josh Richardson. And this is the type of environment that the Celtics team needs. A team that surrounds like rallies around each other. It's something we didn't see a lot of last season. And this is a this is going to be a fun team to watch. I'm telling you, I know today we squeaked out a 1-point win against a bad Magic team. But you got to look at the way the team is playing. And that to me is the exciting part. We talked a lot about depth last year and not having depth, not having depth at the big man position, not really having depth at quality guards. I'll say quality guards because obviously we had Tremont, Carson that just did not play because they're not good. Carson's already out of the NBA basically at this point. Uh, but depth is, a, is something that we have a lot of this year. Like we saw Ennis Cantor step on the court with like five minutes left in the game for the first time. Al Horford, welcome back Al. I will say this right now. Al Horford is just underrated defensively. There were a couple times and I tweeted this earlier. There were a couple of times today where Al Horford was forced onto a guard, whether it be Cole Anthony Or, you know, Etwan Moore, he was forced onto them on switches and defended them in an absolute dominant fashion. He stayed in front of them, which is extremely hard to do against a guy like Cole Anthony who is super quick, but stayed in front of them, forced bad shots. And I'll tell you, that defensive versatility is exactly what this Celtics team needs. Up and down today, you saw it. We defended very well, one through five. We, again, going back to last year with Kemba, didn't defend very well. Took a lot of charges for a guard, but did not defend well. Was taken advantage of. We did not have anybody that was really taken advantage of tonight. Ennis Cantor maybe, in the last five minutes or so. But that's it. That's it every single person that played on that court tonight held their own defensively. I already talked about Schroeder. I talked about Josh Richardson. Like those guys are pests and for new guys, that is like the absolute ideal situation, right? There, there are a few things that you can do coming into a new team where chemistry isn't quite there. Right, You're not going to come in and be the top assist man on a team that you're not familiar with. You're not going to come in and be the number one scorer, especially on a team with Jalen and Jason. But what you can do is play your role. And the roles that were needed, the roles that are needed and will continue to be needed on this Celtics team throughout this season is defensive, versatile guys. And that's exactly what we saw tonight from all of the new guys, even Hernan Gomez. And I'll talk about him too in a little bit. But you look at the versatility of Schroeder, Richardson, and Al, it is second to none. Like, this is, these are the guys that we needed. Brad had a very difficult job stepping in and kind of rebuilding a team that was just depleted. Did not have any depth. We had one of the worst depth charts in all of the NBA last year. Minus maybe the Thunder. And this is a massive upgrade. Massive upgrade, up and down. I'll talk about Hernan Gomez here. Because he's another guy that, while the stats, again, don't show a ton. Six points, four rebounds. He was all over the place causing just every honestly doing everything he could ask for he had three offensive rebounds energy wise this is the this is the big part for Hernan Gomez I knew that Hernan Gomez was you know really that three-point threat he had a couple of tough seasons where you saw a dip in three-point percentage but he was a guy that was known to stretch the floor he got the start tonight I don't think, and Ime Adoka kind of alluded to this earlier in the the pregame conference, it looks like it's going to be Al in that starting lineup. Very much made it seem to be that way. The way it sounded, though, was we already know we have an Al. I want to see what some of our other guys can do. And that's where they put Hernan Gomez into the starting lineup. And while he didn't really stretch the floor, he didn't hit any threes. Defensively, he was all over the place. Offensively, all over the place. He's a pass first big. If he has an open shot, he'll take it. If not, he's passing it. He's not one to hold on to the ball. And if you look at, historically at least, the last couple seasons, what we've had at our four position, whether it be, you know, a stretch five, potentially like a, like a Jabari Parker for a little bit, Grant Williams, like those guys have been, you know, ones to hold the ball a little too long, more so Grant than I would say anyone. I'll get to Grant because he played a really strong game tonight, but Hernan Gomez is not that guy. Hernan Gomez is a guy that is going to take the shot if it's there. And if not, he's getting it. He's getting the ball out of his hands, And he's cutting. He's a very high energy guy. Up and down. Like you look at Hernan Gomez. uh, What do we got? Al Horford, Ennis Cantor, Schroeder, Richardson. Those are like all of the new guys. Although, you know, again, Cantor, Horford, not really that new. Because they've played here before. But new this season. Like all of them played a very big role and look to play a big role this season. Like it, you look at really the depth chart this season, it is like not even comparable to what we had in the past. Eva Doka played eight guys off the bench, so a total of 13 guys and every single one of them is better than Carson Edwards, Tremont Waters, Taco Fall. Like the depth chart this season is absolutely insane. Absolutely insane. And I am very excited for this season. Like I just talked a lot about all of the all of the new guys that are on the Celtics team. But I need to share a little bit of love for the guys that were here last year. And Right before I do that, I want to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. All right, let's take a quick second here, shout out a new sponsor, Vidget. Vidget is the first gamified social network for sports bettors. It's 100% free to download and gives sports bettors like me and you a place to talk about sports betting and compete against friends. Vidget has a free play sports book, which gives you the opportunity to win real prizes like t-shirts, Amazon gift cards, and even a PS5. They also have really cool betting league features, which kind of works like fantasy football for sports betting. Download today using the referral CeltsPod, that's C-E-L-T-S-P-O-D, and get 2,500 free coins to start betting with. All right, guys, time for my new favorite sponsor, Venture Greens Nutrition. Venture Greens Nutrition is changing the nutrition game forever. They offer one on one coaching where they build macro based diets to get you moving in the right direction. As great as the coaching is, what I love most about Venture Greens Nutrition is their line of CBD products. They have tinctures, salves, beard care, and gear. And the best part is, All Venture Greens nutrition products are formulated and manufactured in their own facilities in the United States. Check them out at VentureGreensNutrition.com. Use code CelticsTake15. That's CelticsTake15 for 15% off your order. You won't regret it. All right, we are back. Want to talk about some of the guys that we had on the team last year. And I'm going to start off Aaron Nesmith. I know Jalen Brown is by far player of the game as far as like a whole game goes. But Aaron Nesmith tonight provided a spark in that fourth quarter when the Celtics were down and they needed it most. And this could be his breakout season. Again, you can't read too much into a preseason game. But we saw it a little bit in the summer league. And we saw it tonight. Aaron Nesmith is still the Energizer Bunnies all over the place, throwing his body around. It scares the hell out of a lot of people, including myself. However, that energy pays off a lot. And tonight was another example of that. End of the night, 10 points, 3 rebounds, uh, including just a lot of incredible plays late. Like, late in the game. Defensive plays, getting his hands in there, making plays happen. Two off the, two offensive rebounds late in the game. And just looked good. Like, this is the Aaron Neesmith that the Celtics can use, that they need. He hit a couple of spot-up threes. Defensively, yes, he's a little all over the place. And yes, sometimes that hurts, but sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> sometimes it pays off. Tonight was a, a solid performance from him. His other sophomore counterpart and Peyton Pritchard, again, another solid, solid night. The shooting numbers, a little bit off for Pritchard, at least from you know what we were used to. Uh, was three of six from three, but three of nine overall. We did see him hit one from the logo. Logo Pritchard's back. That three was very much needed when the Celtics, you know, really were down three or four points with a minute or so left. So he hit a massive three that kept the Celtics in the game and then obviously got the assist to Romeo Langford on the game winning basket. Uh, but Peyton Pritchard tonight. Again, move the ball well, yeah you know, I talked about it earlier. Dennis Schroeder led the team with five assists Peyton Pritchard right behind him with four you know this is this is what is going to allow Peyton Pritchard to stay in the game, moving the ball, hitting shots. you know I was I can't say I'm surprised that he played alongside Schroeder at times because if you look at the the depth chart that the Celtics have. There's really no other option. If he doesn't, there's really no other option. He's going to have to play alongside Smart or Schroeder at several times because we we have too many guards. Unfortunately, Peyton Pritchard is on a long list of guards, but fortunately for him, he's probably the best shooter of the three. Maybe not the best facilitator, but the best shooter for sure. So if he can continue to you know move the ball well and hit shots whether it be in the corner or off of his facilitating like that's what's going to be needed of him that's what's going to be asked of him. Uh but tonight he stepped up in that aspect. You know the other guy that you know I was just thrilled with was Romeo Langford and again number wise it is what it is. I'm not gonna. You, you can't get thrilled about seven points, but seven points is more than we're used to seeing from him. But if you looked at the way that he got his baskets, driving, like he had a couple of he, a couple of great drives. He had one floater that was a little bit off, but it was a it was a great look. And then he had two threes. He had the game winner, and then he had another one from Pritchard. No hesitation whatsoever. But this is the Romeo that we need. A guy that is going to come in, play defensive, like defensive-minded basketball, and hit shots. We tried to have really that 3-and-D threat in Shemi last season. Obviously, did not work out. This season... It could be a pretty good opportunity for Romeo Langford to show his stuff. And I feel like we've said this before. I believe I said the exact exact thing last season about Romeo. And again, it didn't pan out. But you come in with promise every season. Tonight, the three-point stroke looked more fluid. There was no hesitation. And, you know... That's what you need. That's what you need. If he can come in, play D, hit threes, cut, what more can you ask for? You know, another guy that played well tonight is Grant Williams. They talked in the on media day about him losing 15 pounds, working on his shot instead of going to summer league, uh, working on his body, working on his speed, a lot of people say they lose weight and you can't see it. You can see it in Grant Williams. Like he looks slimmer. Like not not just losing a little bit, but like he looks really good. I'm not again, I'm not gonna get too high on him. He did he did take one terrible shot. Uh but you look at him, he looked good defensively, very first play of the game, came up with a steal. Ended up running in transition, and it, I guess it technically wasn't an assist. He got a great pass, ran it up in transition, passed to JB, who ended up throwing the alley up to Tatum. But like, he initiated all of that. So, Grant Williams looked good. Defensively, you can see him moving his feet faster. And, again, being at the very end of the bench, for the most part, I don't think there's going to be a ton of time for him. But the Celtics do lack really that traditional four. And obviously tonight they went with Hernan Gomez in the starting lineup. Grant could very easily steal a couple minutes there if they chose to go smaller and not go with a double big. Which at this point it kind of sounds like they're going to do. So there is there is room for him to play on this roster if he can keep up this level of play. So overall, you gotta be happy with it. You know, the only the only other two guys that I really want to harp on is Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. And I'll talk about them fairly brief because let's be honest. We pretty much mo- we know what we're getting with Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. But I do want to talk about Jalen Brown's injury and Jason Tatum putting on some muscle. Jalen Brown with the wrist injury really thought that, you know, it was gonna take him a little bit longer to get geared up and back ready in action. Like I think all reports early on were that. You know, he'd be, he'd be full go by like November. His handles look faster than ever, more efficient than ever. He looks like he's slummed down a little bit as well. And I think, I believe they did say that he has lost some weight, but this is a guy that doesn't look like he missed a beat all, all off season, all off season. Where he was battling an injury, recovering from an injury. So tonight, like that, was the most promising part of this entire game, was just the fact that Jalen Brown looks fantastic. You know, you saw him hitting threes left and right, uh, but you also saw him have a couple of massive takes, like very strong takes, moving the ball, crisp passes. Just looked really solid. Really solid tonight. And then Jason Tatum. They talked about him bulking up. You know, we already talked about Grant and Jalen losing weight, slimming down, getting faster. Jason Tatum had a couple of grown-ass man moves tonight. A baseline, reverse, dunk. You know, another massive poster later in the game, in the third quarter. Like... The weight gain for him was huge. He looks good. He's driving. He seemed to be driving more at least. I was hoping to see a little bit more of that early on. He did settle for a couple of deep shots early. uh, But later in the game, really started driving. And that's the Jason Tatum that we talked about. That we, we talked about all last season that we wanted. We wanted to see more of that. Uh, So overall, you look like, yes, it's preseason. Yes, we only beat the Magic by one. But like I said earlier, the preseason is about looking at the way the team plays. Defensively, we were there. Pace of play, we were there. You know, this is the type of basketball that you want to see as a Celtics fan. The exact brand of basketball That we longed for all season last year. And just never got. So. I'm looking forward to it. I'm very excited the Celtics season is back. I'm very excited to be doing this podcast again for you guys. If you haven't followed me on Twitter. Make sure to do so. I'm tweeting all the time about him. At NBA Celtics guy. If you're on Facebook. Find the page. Boston Celtics till I die. There's like. 5,400 members and counting started at last season and Already over 5,000 members uh, We're taking this thing to the moon The Celtics are gonna keep bringing us a lot of great content But if you need more if you want to, you know, really get it build a community Join a community of people that are cheering on this team follow that page follow me on Twitter uh, and more importantly make sure to stay tuned because like last year, podcasts are coming out after every game. Looking forward to joining season number two of Boston Celtics. Game day recap. I'm out. I can't help it. I'm ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I'm ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. I'm ball like a Celtic.